The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Breton is curiously missing as we start this episode of our Dungeon World campaign, set in our world of Paradisi. Let's see where Chris, Kelly, and Bridget lead the party as they investigate the note and the clues in her rack. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Search us up on the internet, Adventures from The Shed. You'll find us in several places. We are coming back to our Dungeon World campaign that we are calling A New Frontier. It is set in our world of Paradisi. And with us today is three of our regular four players, and the three of them are as follows, starting with... This is Kelly. I am playing Trillium, the Druid. This is Chris. I'm playing Uriel, the Scourge of Harak, the Immolator. Well, nice. well. He's this, got a title. This is Lenore, the Cleric. Playing who is, Bridget. Oh, yeah. Playing Bridget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ah, nice sigh. And I am Joe. I am the game master for this campaign. Game manipulator. Game manipulator. That also works. The um, the story so far. Who wants to give us a few uh, seconds of the story so far? Not it. Uh oh. And British chewing, so it's it's going to be up to her. Unfortunately. So I'll get us started in that. From in the beginning, there was no characters, and then. There were characters, and it was good. Now, what happened after that? <laughs> the whole thing? No, just a brief synopsis. Okay. Um, we found out there were things being stolen in... Valshond. Valshond. Yep. We found the hobgoblins. Yep. And recovered the loot. And we yeah. found, among the loot, we found the sigils from... Uh, Harak. Harak. Yep. So we've gone to Harak. Mm-hmm. We did some investigating um, in the stationery store, trying to match the the paper that we found um, in the cave with the paper from the, the city. And uh, we went to the blacksmith and investigate the wagon that had arrived there. Yep. Because we thought it might be the shipment that they were talking about. And Uriel the raised letter. a ruckus at the black. And Uriel kind of... And the scourge of her. He set, set it on fire, and um, Trillium made it rain. And oh, then we went back to the stinky salamander to... And that's where we can pick it up. And See, now that is a nice, quick summary of what's happening. <sighs> that was and painful. I thought she was going to pull out like a chunk from Goonies, everything, and then back in third grade, you know, I did that. <laughs> I was like, man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> in the beginning, there was. Here we are. The um, so you guys are at the Stinky Salamander, and uh, curiously missing is um, Breton. 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 And while you're while y'all three are sitting at a table. The waitress who has taken your, your drink order comes back with the drinks and lets you know, hey, your, your friend, the ranger, um, I just saw the, the city watch just taking him downtown, something about impersonating a noble at the uh, boutique stationery store. Uh. You probably won't see him for your next <coughs> two sessions of playing. <laughs> so um, uh, I think they're, they're probably just going to hold him for a while and figure out what his deal is. Typical Breton. What? What? <sighs> You're lucky they don't arrest you for impersonating a parrot. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> there are rules against this in Iraq. You're an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go get your food next. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> All right, so we have the letter that mm-hmm. we've confirmed that it's from the stationery store here. Um, yeah, we have his... We have Perquet's handwriting, right? It was not his, we but don't know. writing that was very similar to yeah. his. They, they were, the idea was they were both taught by the same person, and that's where right. the Bloomfield Preparatory Academy came in. Right. So, oh, my gosh. I'm just making the connection. The parrot. Because I... You were a parrot, a parrot on his shoulder at Word. the time he okay. was impersonating a noble. All right. 
Yeah. Brain is turning on now. Zing. Warming up. Warming up. There's a little light bulb <laughs> above your head. It's increasing in wattage as the days go on. It's like yeah. a fluorescent bulb. It's kind of dim at first. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a little brighter. It yeah. takes a minute up. to... <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Okay. All right. Sorry. So... <laughs> <laughs> Kelly will be caught up by the time we finish for the day. I know. So there's yeah. there's two yeah. two masters um, at the school that um, I'm familiar with because they've visited the infirmary and and um, some people from our order have been called over to the school. It's okay. You can say cult. It's not a cult. Don't be I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're a a group of healers oh. at, at this cult thing that you keep bringing up is, is <laughs> We're friends slightly no, it's offensive. Okay. It's okay. At least it's only slightly. Slightly, slightly offensive. Not full blast. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the two masters over there that would be more likely to, to know handwriting would be uh, Brinton and Sigrun. Do you think they will talk to us? They may talk to me because... Should we not accompany you? I mean, uh, <laughs> my name is Dirt in this town, apparently. <laughs> well... And I can't really hide my look so well. Yeah. Well, it depends um, on if you're on fire at the time. Right, with the flaming red hair, though, it's kind of uh, like, it's that guy. It's that guy. <laughs> I don't know if I, I need to go do that myself, or maybe I mean, I wait outside. come with me. Know, yeah. I didn't know um, if you wanted back up for some other reasons. Yeah, I'm available. I mean, my other... Thing that I was thinking about doing if you wanted to go alone was to find some of the counselors and poop on their heads. <laughs> That's for mayors. <laughs> we established in the sidebars you poop on the mayor's head. The mayor's head. Yeah. yeah. Well, I There's thought no mayor here. Right. So she was going to hit all the councils. <laughs> so she's going to have to she yeah. poop on someone. I mean, <laughs> okay. I was just going to pigeon it up. the lead councilman? <laughs> pigeon it up. But if you need Agreed. me, I'm here. <laughs> yes. Um, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't it's hurt for everyone to go there <laughs> right. and only the right people walk inside. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I mean it might be, it'd probably be good for me to wait outside regardless. But he doesn't do school. <laughs> you know, School's out Too school for school? <laughs> too cool for School's school. School's out forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, if you want to uh, come with me, that you're relatively innocuous enough. Um Mm. We we might need to tidy you up a little bit because it's it is Bloomfield Preparatory Academy. And oh, yeah, that's right. They expect a certain decorum. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What was your tell? Something about feathers? Yes, yeah. I have feathers in my hair. Mm. Yeah. So that could be stylish. Should I wear a shawl? That could be stylish though. Might like fly a at the tavern, but uh, like how you say it might fly at the tavern. It might. Um, I have a robe you can borrow. Am I going in disguise as one of the? You could just group. be someone <laughs> someone who's visiting from a different house um, related to my yeah, order. Yeah, if you have like certain like uniform or we we wear like, robes. I mean, yeah, I mean you could probably um, look could, something could like that. Get you a robe, and and that way you would look like one of the uh, sisters. Probably okay. stinks of sweat, blood, and cult. cult. Or it's very <laughs> very clean because we believe in proper oh, hygiene right. in in a large city. That's the cleanest <laughs> cult smell I've ever smelled. <laughs> Not a cult. Cultfully no. clean. <laughs> cultfully clean. You're not fully clean <laughs> until you're, you're cultfully clean. clean. <laughs> Great. Like we cult. bleach your soul. Hashtag Zockward. Zockward. No, Zockward for Zoraka. Zockward. That works. Yeah, Zockward. Zockward. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll get you, okay. get you all tidy looking up. like me. All, all right. right. Sounds Aid. good. And that'll that'll hide the feathers a little bit and make you look a little more proper. Okay. Would she have um, to defy? No, nah, we're not really worried. We're not really defying any danger yet. Not until something yeah. interesting could happen. Yeah. Could I go to the infirmary and see if there might be a, an excuse to go to the school? In uh, other words, not to have a a preset not to just reason. Bar, yeah, sure. Barge in there, yeah, but to, definitely. Okay. Oh, I think I asked you this last session, like. Um, is there anybody from your group that would be at the school, like, volunteering, or, like, do they run the school? Like, no, are they offering... They, if, um, if somebody needed medical attention, or... Oh, okay. Or do you guys re- recruit from the school for people no. to, you know, no, join it's the a, infirmary as yeah, healers? You really or recruit it's a matriarchal, well, you know. uh, hereditary <laughs> recruit. order. Like, we, it's the I mean, daughters it's of daughters of daughters of daughters. Oh, yes. 
That's an interesting tidbit. Let me make note of that. I did not know that. It's all matriarchal. There's no men. Really? So it's like dark elves. Okay. I so we would, we would serve the, the school if they had need. But right now, I mean, they're, they're pretty well-to-do, and, and most of the students are from the, the keep proper, or the upper city, so they're pretty well off. Right. But you know the um, two of the professors? Yes, because, well, they, they've come to the infirmary for various reasons, or they've called the infirmary, and all right. people from our order have visited there. And we've okay. been all over the city. Okay, uh, so and, could you possibly... part of the preparatory academy is, uh, a part of the preparation of getting into the real world is to learn about not just the nobles, but the lower part of the town as well. Okay. So it's important for them to, to teach their students about the things like the infirmary and the marketplace and things like that. Like we might teach, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, basic uh, hygiene and, and first aid and things yeah. like that. Okay. So would it be fair to say that, oh, you just wanted to make to maybe um check in on one of these professors because of whatever reason he was at the infirmary yeah that's why i was trying to trying to think if there was a reason that i could go to the infirmary and see if there was anybody that might specifically need a combination of what we've been saying all together in that what i'm going to say is you're at the right part of the year where preparations are being made for the um the uh, semi-annual field trip to the infirmary for some of the students from Bloomfield. Oh. So you're able to get in under that guise of, of working with, um, with the headmistresses, mistresses, head people? What are they? Well, Britton and, and Sigrun aren't headmas- headmasters. Uh, They're uh, pro- teachers, professors. Okay. But there so is a headmaster. You're able to get in to speak with the professors mm-hmm. because um, they're going to be bringing some students your way soon. Okay. Okay. So there yeah. you go. Um, Hawthorne is the headmaster. Hawthorne. I gotta make a note of that too. Hawthorne. Is that a female as well? No, it's a male. Okay. Because both Sigrun and Brinton were women, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotta make sure I got my notes. But, you correct. know, men gotta be in charge and all. Well, yeah, kind of. So, Chris, what are you guys doing? You're in charge. Yeah, man. We're going to the Bloomfield Preparatory School. How about you explain to them what's going on? Yeah, well, what we're going to do is... <laughs> it's exactly to school, what I said. You guys are going to go in okay. uh, and talk. I'll be outside in case anything happens. Okay. And if it comes up at all, you tell them how to play their characters. And don't mess this up. Oh, yeah. That's right. Or else. Right. So do we need, or else. Do we, now that we're, I up my hands. we're <laughs> planning on being prepared, like she's, she's wearing a robe. Well, you're going to preparatory school. Who's so the public be relations person at your not a cult? Uh, Gerda is the Gerda? the head okay. of the order. So she's also public relations. And she would, yeah, okay. she would know. All right, well, it's Gerda that um, you talk to that tells you, yes, you can go talk to them and find out um, how many students they're sending and what preparations we need to have done at the infirmary before they arrive. Got it. Yeah, I mean, this this <laughs> happens every year, so. So you're on the clock for reals. I am on the yeah. clock for reals. All right, you ready, Trillium? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's literally across. You got two well, it's literally down the st- <laughs> down the street from. Uh, Where'd you get the coconuts then? A, a swallow. <laughs> Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? Uh, I want to see that map. No. Yeah. So you're going to the opposite side of the the city. Now, no, far, it's on the same side. All right, you're going to a different it's part of the city. You really have to close. Go uptown. Not far, but yeah. All right. But being in the city now, it's bigger than the little circle you've drawn. So it's more than just two stick figure finger steps. Um, it's probably about a 10-minute walk. Right. Okay. Yeah, because so we would have to go down streets, here and up there. buildings, around the pathways, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the, that's the school? Yeah. It's actually bigger. So it's the school is like, like right there it's at It's the right gate. outside the city walls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I was thinking that it was kind of like this. Very nice. A little path off the main road that's very pretty but this is the infirmary here gerda so we'd have to go down here around the market and up towards the keep there you go but we wouldn't be able to get in the keep because they have a gate yet right we'll see about that you need you need to uh 
be a, a noble person or, or somebody who works in there to get in there normally. Right. It is a walled-off, gated-off area. They're not like jerks about it. They're just... No, it's just the way it it's is. It's just society. It's like you can't get in the parking lot without getting a ticket from the attendant kind of thing. It's not yeah. like he's a jerk about it. That's just what his job is. Right. Um, so anyway... <laughs> um, no, some of them are jerks. I'm yeah. going to go in looking for Haw- Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Oh, you're going right to the top? Well, I, wa- I need to talk with him about the preparations, okay. and then I can kind of drop in a, hey, is Britain or Sigrun around okay. i've got a question for them sure yeah. did you excuse me as a matter of technicality you have brought the note yes that has the handwriting and all uh, of that apparently right? i have it mm-hmm. i mean there's no reason to think you didn't i just want to make sure that you have that in mind um okay uh so you're greeted at the door and um they have to it's like a reception area at the school um and at the reception the uh the woman there who is uh, you know, pulls her glasses down her nose to look up at you, uh, says, um, yes, fine, Hawthorne will see you. You'll have to wait a few minutes. Okay. And she motions to the comfy chairs that are in the corner. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're most gracious. <laughs> I hate yes, this place. you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'll be over soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's too sterile here. Now, well, I'm actually, a little bit more comfortable inside outside the myself. building. Inside the building, they have lots of plants. This is a place that um, they keep everything nice and open. So there's a lot of like skylights, open ceilings, and there's a lot of plant life around. It's quite beautiful. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I but don't hate this It is place. stuffy, but it's it's quite beautiful. Yeah, it's very pretentious. It, mm-hmm. it looks nice. Yes. Very a, lovely yeah. ferns. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I can deal with fern. All right. Well, I hate the people then. I do I, not hate this fine. place. There's no reason to like them. <laughs> oh, Trillium. Look, there's a big fern over in the corner. I think it wants to say hi. Oh, hi, good fern. I see you're doing good work here. <gasps> it looks perkier now. <laughs> and insofar as ferns can talk to you, it says hi. Awesome. However, however that happens, at least All in right. your mind. <laughs> but yes, perhaps it does look perkier. So I, I could imagine plants kind of like uh, perking up when a druid walks by. It okay. wouldn't. It wouldn't be a uh, abnormality. <laughs> all of a sudden, all the plants lean to the right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey!" <laughs> um, a couple of minutes later, uh, Hawthorne, uh, you recognize him instantly. He is a very well-groomed, dark-haired man, uh, standing uh, almost six and a half feet tall, and he walks like he's on a cloud of air all the time. Like oh, he's almost floating. So graceful. Yes, and. Um, Every bit of his clothing moves along with every step, and it's a nice, smooth, flowing motion. And he reaches you, and as always, because he's a lot taller than most people, he looks down at you. And he would look down at you even if you were taller than him. Because <laughs> uh, he's a man. Because he is. And he will, he's about to mansplain to you everything that needs to go on. Okay. But, um, uh, he says, so you are here from the Order. We don't have a name for it yet, do we? No. Okay. We'll just call it the Order. The Infirmary. Gerda has sent me. The orderly infirmary. Um, Gerda Gerda has has sent you, yeah. In regards to the preparations for the uh, annual uh, field exploration for your students. Yes, we will be sending our students to you soon. Um, Gerda asked me... Who do you need to talk to? He will talk over you. Gerda asked me to verify how many students you'll be sending this year. There are several students that will be going, but you need to talk to someone. Who did she send you to speak to? Uh... Speak up, Sigrun or Britain? Very well, Sigrun is available. (coughs) I will lead you to her, and then you will conduct your business, and you'll be on your way. And he does glance at both of you several times. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Great. Appreciate your help. And he floats off back from whence he came. These ferns need to be repotted. Uh, yeah, while while he goes out in here. while oh. he goes away, even though he told you he was going to lead you to her, he he makes this motion towards the receptionist, and she gets up and she says, "Yes, I'll bring you to Sigrun." And she rolls her eyes as she watches Hawthorne like mo- uh, float off to the side, and she just starts walking, whether you're following her or not, at a brisk. I need to get back to my desk pace. Oh, let's. F- Do you want to stay here with the ferns? I can. 
be right back. I will come with you. Okay. That's okay. Come. I will come. Let's follow okay. her quick. She's leaving a trail of yeah, dust. Yeah. <laughs> so she makes her way down a, um, a hallway with lots of pillars on either side, and there's ivy um, wrapped around the pillars as if it were placed there by somebody, which, of course, it was. It, it's not the, the natural growth of it. It is wrapped in perfect spirals from the bottom to the top, but it's real ivy. Oh, so this it's, place it's is real so plants. lovely, isn't it? Yeah. No. These plants are trapped, and they're crying out. So oh. It's not their natural environment. You can't hear them cry, but they are crying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that distresses me. So after, after this long hallway, the, uh, she takes a sharp turn to the right so much that if this were an action movie, she would, you would hear the screeching of tires. As she turns quickly to the right, she p- kind of pivots on step. And um, as she goes up to a door, she knocks on it twice, opens it, and then walks away. And inside, you recognize Sigrun. What does Sigrun look like? Since you made up the character, I'm going to ask um, you. Well, she's, what does she look like? She's probably in her 30s. Okay. Um, uh, brown hair, swept back into a bun. Um, very teacher, experienced teacher look. Are you Librarian. describing yourself? No, I wasn't <laughs> planning on it, but <laughs> apparently I look like an experienced teacher. Um, <laughs> long dark hair up in a bun. She's writing in a, a ledger on her desk. Okay. Um, and she looks she, up. And she looks up and sees you. And um, you've seen her before. You know her. I've seen her. Yes. Okay. Does she? Would she know you? She wouldn't know my name. Okay. Oh, hello. You're from the order that shall not yes, be named. Yes. Uh, Gerda sent me. <laughs> yes. From the the order over at the infirmary. Yes. And. Um, she told me that you'll be having your annual ec- uh, exploration soon, and I need to know some things about, you know, how many students will be coming, and will be there, what, what will their ages be, so we make sure everything's appropriate for them. And Very well. Have a seat. And she motions to the not-so-comfy chairs in her office. Yes, thank you. They're the um, uh, uh, style of wooden chair that has the arms that are set so far apart that when you sit down, if you want to put your arms out, you have to, like, spread your wings. <laughs> in order to the ones that are, like, either too small to have your arms by your side or yes, too big to have your arms exactly. up the, comfortably. The chairs are specifically there to make sure you don't spend a lot of time in her office. I like it. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable, which is... <laughs> which suits the order. Which suits me fine. just fine. Yeah. We need to get, need to get some the of these. Yeah, we need yeah. to get some of these for the infirmary. <laughs> yeah. Very is that a thumbtack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this chair. He's electrified. So anyway, Sigrun. Uh, chicken wire lined up. Um, yes, Sigrun. I, I just need to yeah. get a little bit of information. I'm going to take out a, a different piece of paper. Okay. And prepare to take notes that she's okay. going to give me. Go for it. What is the information that you need? Um, how many students? How many students? And she grabs a. Um, uh, some kind of ledger type of thing. Like she pushes the one aside the and grabs book. a different one, mm-hmm. and she opens it up and she starts flipping through some of the pages. And you can see these pages are of a very similar uh, parchment material as the stuff that was in the store and the stuff that that other note is written on. So this is the the fancy expensive paper. Clearly, Bloomfield has an account with the um, boutique stationery store. Mm. Oh, that paper is lovely. That must be from Parquet's. <laughs> Well, yes, it is, of course. And she's flipping through, and she's very dismissive. Are you still the handwriting master? Um, Well, it depends on who you talk to. Of course, I am, but don't tell Brenton. Ah. And she gets to this one page, and she's going through, and um, you can see she's tapping on names as she goes along, and she says, there will be 13 students. Excellent, thank you. And and are they all the same? Um, they are all the same age? person. Yes. Are they all the same age, or what's the range of the ages? And um, they ra- well, this preparatory school would be what age? They range? go from because they've they're going through regular school at this point, right? Right. This would be more uh, middle school age. So okay. So teen teenage. They range from ten to fifteen. Excellent. Okay. Um, they're all eager to learn some of the healing arts from you. I'll definitely make sure that Gerda gets this information. Um, do you yeah. have a moment while, while I'm here? I have a question for you. Okay. Another question. Another question. Well, right. that was Gerda's questions. How are the chairs? These are divine. <laughs> uh, where did you get... Who made these? These are wonderful. 
I'll have to speak to them about it. What is your question? Um, I have a letter that was found by an acquaintance of mine. And we were able to figure out that the paper came from Perquet's shop, but no one's been able to recognize the handwriting. And, and I'm sure as a, a master that you are, you may be able to understand or, or give me some insight on where, uh, who wrote this, or if it was a male or female, or uh, if you recognize the writing directly, because no one knows where it's from. Of course I recognize it. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> oh, damn it. Scorch! <laughs> and then coming. a spike comes out of the floor and... <laughs> Gosh, this place is even better! Um, now, here's where we are going to trigger the move Defy Danger. And to me, Wait, it danger? sounds like... Well, there's a danger here. You are introducing a piece of paper that you know has been part of something not good. <laughs> Nefarious. Right? And you're introducing that and um, asking somebody if they recognize the writing. And theoretically, this person would recognize it. So there's a danger that they may recognize it and react bad towards you. Or, or they're just going to react well and answer your question. I'm going to give you a look like, <laughs> you ready? Be ready. Okay. I don't know for what, but so, so far it's going to go down. In your description, it sounded like you were being kind Mm-hmm. Which to me almost speaks of charisma, but I, if, if I remember right, charisma isn't your strong suit. So how might you be approaching this? It, it's still fine to do that, but you may not want to roll with a negative one. Um, wisdom. Don't ask. Wisdom. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> wisdom. So I you would be going wise. on your knowledge of them to appease her ego. Oh yeah, um, that's a wise approach, right? Okay, I'll buy that. I know that she's got an ego. Into it. And I'm trying to uh, okay. play to her ego. So let's do that. This is going to be a defy danger using your wisdom. The first roll of the day. The first roll of the day. Very nice. Oh, the very nice. 10 plus 2 would be a 12. plus anything. Remember, this game is easy when you get when a 10 plus. When you get plus. 10 plus. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're able I wisdom to, the heck out of it. You're able to introduce it in a way that makes her happy to... Look at it. And she takes the paper and she studies it for a moment. And she grabs her writing implement and she's kind of like like she's tracing the lines without actually touching the paper. And says, yes, this is my work. I remember the student from, oh, many years ago now. Um, what was his name? He was a dwarf. I can't quite remember. I don't remember his name, but I could probably find it. Would it happen to have been uh, Drummond? That rings a bell. Yes. Shoot, that's not great. Great student. There's very few times that we get a dwarf in here that has such a delicate hand. Hmm. Well, I appreciate that. I'll make sure it gets back to him. Well, great. And um, I will definitely give Gerda all of the information that you gave me, and I appreciate your you time. Thirteen. You will tell her the number thirteen. Thirteen of ten There's to fifteen-year-old children. <laughs> okay. Um, are there any any particular skills that you are more interested in having them learn this time? Well, they definitely need to be exposed to, shall we say, more of the crowd that would visit your facility than they are exposed to while they're here at school. I understand. Need to have a diversity in their education. Yes, at least for a few days. Understand. Um, thank you, um, Master Sigrin. You've been most helpful, and Great. I always appreciate your help and your time. Okay. Well, thank you both. Mm-hmm. Have a nice Trillium, day. Let's go. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Good day. And a- as you walk out, you hear her mutter under her breath something about having to have the chairs looked at. Because you were talking about how comfortable her very <laughs> specifically uncomfortable <laughs> chairs are. Um, I couldn't say as I'm walking. What? She made as, to talk. As I'm walking out, I'm going to say to Trillium, I really have to find out where she got those chairs. They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so as we're walking out, I would like to say that I noticed throughout the building, um, like in the windows, things like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> the, because this is an audio podcast, 
Nobody saw my reaction to Bridget dropping a piece of chip on the floor and then Kelly reacting to my reaction. I know. You were like, I thought we were culturally clean around here. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Um, It's for the dog. Yeah. So I'm noticing that there are um, what what is called thistle lilies throughout the um, school. And I don't know if they know this, but if you grind up the root of the thistle lily, it makes you um, to where you can't talk. It numbs your throat and your vocal cords. And I'm suspicious. Now, you've said enough that I have to type this. Yeah, you go ahead and react. We need to give that to a spellcaster that we don't like. Huh? Do we... um what? Do you want to take a sample of it, or do you need... Are you good? I just... I'm, I'm noticing. Would it be something Could we get away with uh, plucking one? Is there, If there's one maybe near the gate on our way out, I can pretend to stop and fix my sandal. Um, if they are throughout, which you said they are, so they are, um, it's easy enough while you're walking by one of the columns there in a planter somewhere, you could just grab something. Okay. They're, they... Because of the way this school is organized, once you're in and let in, you're just kind of free and open. There's no guards here. It's just, I mean, really, who's going to come steal plants from a place where they teach kids to write night neater? And, yeah. well, I'd like to know why they have so many, because it's not a native plant. Well, you should know. You just made it up. Maybe they don't know. <laughs> well, no, I'm wondering, are they using yeah. it? They think, maybe they Do they, think they know what it's it does? Very, Do they it's a very good point. If you think of a place like this, they probably have some odd punishments for kids who misbehave. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, what others might think are odd, and might, they might think are perfectly normal, like uncomfortable chairs, so you spend right. less time in their <laughs> office. Well, and they might have kids that they are teaching uh, wizard skills and, and whatnot. I mean, that okay. stuff exists in the world, so they would probably need some masters. Okay. I got some rowdy kids, can't get them to shut up, and make them drink some stuff. And make them really shut up. Yeah. Maybe it's just Here for it a science experiment that went wrong. Maybe. They just put it in the school lunch that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the afternoon is so quiet. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. We get some of that? It's like, putting, it's like putting Benadryl in the lunch or something. <laughs> Every kid's passed out at the end of the day. So I'd like to collect some of this, just okay. in case. So we make may... sure you make a note. That you have collected thistle lilies. Okay. You put it on your character. Yeah. The back. There's like a little gear section. Um, and then we're, we'll meet up with you outside the. Yeah, I'm hanging gate. outside. Yeah. Eating some uh, roasted meat thistle on a stick. He's, he's, <laughs> chew, he's chewing on thistle lilies. <laughs> he's like, these are tasty. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's um, going to make this audio podcast interesting. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so wow. We have to do ventriloquism here. Who throws their <laughs> voice? Um, yeah, so you guys come out. As another um, uh, thing that we've probably talked about before, but as a reminder, because I mentioned this with Bridget earlier, the way we do above the table, in character, knowledge, player knowledge, all that stuff, at our table here in the shed, we presume that the characters are sharing information at the first available moment. So we don't have to necessarily go through rehashing the entire conversation when you yeah. walk outside. However, you're welcome to hit on high notes the way your characters understood them, but you don't have to think, well, there's no way Chris's character is ever going to know all this. We go under the presumption that you're openly sharing knowledge. Yes, yeah, so as soon as you guys come out, so whose house are we burning down? Um, well, I've got bad news for you. The uh, Sigrun recognized it as Drummond. She yeah, said he, w- I'm not he was one of the one of the only dwarves that ever <laughs> that, that's uh, surprising. had good yeah. penmanship. I'm surprised about the penmanship, but then I'm not surprised it's Drummond because I can't yeah. stand that guy. It's it's totally Drummond's note. Unfortunately, I, I made a mention in that last episode that um, you, Uriel may have a nemesis yeah. in the makings. <laughs> it sounds like it. But that's nemesis. that's confirmed. Yes. So I don't know what else. What much much more we need to do or can do with the text of the note. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's... We don't know if he's calling the shots. He's the main guy or he's working for something. I don't know. Because I don't see him being all... I don't know, speedy, zooming around in the shadows. He's, that doesn't seem very... Although we did but, lose him. But neither does the uh, penmanship either, so right, maybe he's got right. some skills we're not aware of. Some oddball information. Particular set of skills. He's got a particular set of skills. He's not really a dwarf. That's... That That's could it. be it. Mm. Mm. Um, and I, I've got to go back to my order to uh, talk to Gerda for like one second. Yeah, cult business. I guess. To say, 
13. <laughs> cults, <laughs> cults love 13, by the way. By the way, now, I, I'm making a joke out of it, but I like the idea that you went in there for a purpose and only played the the front of it enough to get done with <laughs> yeah, it, right. right? I like that. Rather than, instead of asking 50 questions about the field trip, you just said, how many students? Oh, and by the way, can you check out this writing? I liked that. It made it so that we could get through the scene faster. Well, I really didn't yeah. need that much information. Well, exactly. But my, what, when you, at the end of it, you said, well, I'll go back and relay all the information I gathered. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back and tell Gerda 13. <laughs> and I made this trip. Thank you. Yeah. But the way you did it was great for gameplay. It just made it so Joe could have a dumbass joke to go along with it. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I'm so glad awesome. I could help you. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, this I do for you. <laughs> I do this for you. You're welcome. <laughs> the um, so the the walk back to the infirmary. That's where you guys would share the information that you you received, right? And, and the note. And if if you're not comfortable, I can take the robe back to Gerda. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> so do you guys have like hidden catacombs underneath this infirmary, or? Would they still be mm, hidden if I told We <laughs> may have some places that are not generally um, available to the public. Oh, yeah. Because of, all, you know, at the same time, we, we live in the same area. Oh, right. this, is, this is our basically our home, yep. as well as our infirmary where oh, we okay. care for people. Gotcha. So it's not just the business. Uh, the business helps us maintain our lifestyle. Right, but I mean, you have living quarters in the yes, same Yes, we have building. living quarters yeah. in yeah. in the same footprint. And a lot of the businesses here do as well. Oh, like yeah. like the um, uh, the Smithy shop, uh, Jolly Gerald lives, uh, I think it's like an apartment off the back side right. of yeah. it. We have some upstairs right. and some in a basement. Catacombs. Or basement. <laughs> uh, also, to that point, there is a sewer and waste system oh, in Herak. City. Right. Yeah. So there is there are some underground passages anyway, but they're mainly used for waste management. So there are people here who are in the waste management business. So I guess back to the infirmary, then heading back to the stinky salamander. Yeah, and then th- what it comes down to next is if you guys have an idea of where you want to go, let me know. Otherwise, somebody's probably going to walk by and mention something at some point. Yeah, it really depends how uh, if you want to be yeah. up front with the Drummond or kind of yeah, come from I was behind say, on that. Yeah, do we want to try to track Drummond down or do we want to do more kind of like investigating in the city? But I mean, the thing is... Funny. I mean, so while you're sitting at the table... Talking about this, your waitress, who is you know regularly around your table, <laughs> is it Sheila or Sharon? Sharing. She's got connections. Um, was that here? Those Sheila are those. I thought it was at the other place. Yeah, so those are the, at oh, okay. the pig, I believe. Ah. Um. So we'll have to come. Well, we're going to say this one is Sharon because I'm pretty sure the other one was Sheila. So at the Stinky Salamander, it's um, Sharon who regularly visits your table. Um, now, now that you guys have been there several times and you have. Um, uh, Tipped well. Treated her well, yeah. Uh, and shared information. She's sharing stories with you, and you talk back. Um, share, run. Uh, she tells you, oh, um, did you know that the blacksmith's shop is closed today? They, they had some problem there, and, and they're not opening back up for like two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. What problem did they have? They, there's something with a, a fire and, and a flood in there. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, they said it was just a little bit of water. I don't know why they're closed for so long. Yeah. Besides, I heard the fire was outside. I don't know. I heard that the, the whole place caught fire. And then it just rained. I mean, it was rain. Was it rain? Yeah. Somebody said the whole place caught fire, and then they, like, threw buckets of water on it. <laughs> hmm. Goodness. I saw some smoke, but I didn't hear too much yeah. about it otherwise. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, hey, enjoy the, the nut bread. That's really nutty. It's yeah. got real nuts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot name. of nuts. It's not real bread. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> Tastes like nuts. Can I get some more bread with my nuts, please? Yeah. <laughs> it is nut bread, nut bread, nut. <laughs> the um, bread nut. I don't know. <laughs> bread nuts. Mm. Bread, it's like grape nuts. So it sounds like uh, old Happy Jerry left town with Drummond, maybe? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence about Gerald still. 
I don't know. I mean, I think technically drum drum. I don't know. I don't know if he's playing them or kind of just telling them what to do. I don't know. Hmm. Either way, we need to go check it out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. How about this? We'll go down. We'll go to because he's got the apartment right next to the place. I'll go down and like I'm gonna yeah apologize. <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna apologize. <laughs> well, I don't think I did anything wrong, but yeah. I mean, you know, my uh, Smithy, the guy I'm learning from, he they're they're good friends, so I don't wanna. I don't want to ruffle any feathers that way, to say. Then right. we could check out the smithy and see, um, and see. So as you approach, it looks like that there was a bigger fire than you knew about. The front of the place has a couple of scorch marks, and the front door is boarded over. Wow. Wait, it wasn't like this when we left. Oh, definitely not. I'm, I'm By not the way, the I'm going a day. All right, so right. all that was yesterday. Yeah, We're in a new figure. day now. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> I'll take the blame for this one. Hmm. Maybe somebody tried to cover up Is there a sign-up or anything? Like, hey, we're not, we're closed for... Oh, um, yeah. It's like written in, uh, because I like the movie Clerks, it's written in shoe polish. It says, be back in two weeks. But it's nice penmanship? Uh, no, it's like somebody it's, used their finger uh, and wrote on it. Total Gerald. Door. Yeah. Uh, I'll see if Gerald's home on the apartment then. There is no answer. All right. I'll go around. There's the- a door... Yeah, yeah. You know, the, like with a mail slot and what have you, yeah. right? So that's where he lives. Uh, the apartment behind, and yeah, there's no answer at the door. And um, not that there would necessarily be lights on during the day, but it is dark inside. Right. And this is a single floor. I really can't imagine anyone living over a blacksmith. Ah, uh, yeah. It would never be no, cool. No. <laughs> All right. It'd probably still be hot in the winter. That's danger chance. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. So it's a single floor stone structure that leads to the, the next side. The, the side of it is a multi-level. Structure. Is the apartment you said on this? Is it like the main yeah. entrance of the apartment, like the main street, or is it like a side street? Uh, the back. So you guys went down the alleyway where the delivery was, yeah, yeah. and then take a corner around the back of the building, and there's the entrance for his apartment. I'll just try the door. See if it's unlocked. It, it's locked, but okay. it doesn't feel like it's like a incredibly sturdy. Is there, are there any windows or there the door itself has one window in it and you can see in and it's mostly dark for day i was trying to see if there's any opening unlocked windows you know i want to uh, try anything that's unlocked first if no. possible i don't know i don't really want to bust in if i don't have to yeah, yeah there's nothing no uh do you want to go in and check it out i'd rather not break in you know i want to be that guy um do your see. mouse action or something or whatever He's in an apartment. I'm assuming there's enough room yeah. to get underneath the door. Okay. There's like probably enough room for something to get under the door, sure. Okay. Um, what if I turned, like, once I was a mouse and in, I'm trying to think how I would work this out. Like, if I was in there, could I turn from a mouse into, like, um, like some sort of wolf or... Every time you want to shapeshift, it's another rule. So, so I encourage you to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's always safer to stick with what you got. Uh, I'd like but. to just shift into something with a good sense of smell, and okay. then like I could harness that smell, and then maybe well, like follow the tracks. A mouse can find the cheese in a maze. Okay, They're so not bad, right? what about snakes? They got the things in their mouth. They open. They have sensing. You can lick the air. Yeah. Okay. I always thought that was a neat idea. Although yeah. I can't imagine a snake if you farted on its head. Because what could it lick, lick the fart? <laughs> they would leave. This is these are the things I think. Of. <laughs> They'd be out yeah. of there. <laughs> lick a fart. But anyway, all right. So I'm An gonna animal. just yeah. um, I'm gonna turn into a snake because as a snake I could pick up on his scent and possibly pick up on what direction he went. Okay. So. Don't they have like an infrared sensing thing too, or they got some weird stuff going on? Snakes. They can actually we're gonna, we're sense. Say it can, it, uh, as a snake, you'll be able to see see slash taste better when it's dark, okay. and you'll have a good sense of air taste. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not going to call it smell. I think air taste sounds way cooler. Um. All right. So to shape shift, I'm going to roll. Oh. I like it because you know when you when you smell something oh. so bad you go nah, nah, that's yeah. nasty. They're probably doing that a lot. Yeah. All right. I don't even know what I need, but here goes. <laughs> you got it. Eleven. You, you roll a five and a six. Eleven. You got good. it. Whatever All right. it is, you got it. So I'm a snake. Um, and, and at that point, I'm going to harken back to the last episode. <laughs> you feel that price of nature being lifted from you. 
that you are now able to shapeshift again. Because on the last episode, oh, yeah. you couldn't shapeshift into a mouse because nature had taken a price on you for okay. making it rain. Okay. But you feel the, the spirit of water come back into you and say, yeah, it's all right now. You could, you could do it now. All right. So um, I will just I'm keep a lookout through the window that's in the door, just, you know, in case I need to break in in case he's in trouble or something like that. Because you know, of the tell... Of I'm going to ask what the snake looks like. I have a picture in my head. So if you don't have one, I'll tell you what I think it looks like. Um, so my snake is... Um <laughs> <laughs> and she's starting to grin as she says it. Which, of course, makes me giggle because I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> what does your snake look like, lady? My snake is... Um, I, I turned into a corn snake. And a corn snake looks like corn. It's... Yellow. <laughs> you have a tail, though. And my tail is, um, of course, my feathers, but I have, like, little miniature, like, down feathers on my head. So, like, a snake with a mane. Kind of, yeah. Interesting. But, like, little down feathers, because okay. it's, like, a smaller scale. So, is this snake the size that would have to fit through the mail slot, or could it fit under the door? I don't know how big a corn snake is. Um... Let's go through the mail slot. Okay. Mail slot for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, as soon as you get inside, uh, so you got three holds. We're going to use one right away. And as soon as you get inside, you taste on the air um, the scent of death. Okay. Something in here has died. Okay. For sure. Um. So we get inside, look around a little. This is... Not much larger than, say, a studio apartment. It looks like there is a uh, space for waste management and a spot <laughs> for him to cook, although he probably does most of his cooking over the forge, maybe. Like oh, totally roasting would. hot dogs over the awesome. forge would be pretty cool. Um, uh, a spot to sleep and a single chair. And um, in that chair, it looks like Gerald, and he doesn't appear to be alive. Okay. All right. Um... Can I, I'd like to, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, I'd like to do some snooping, even though I see that that's probably Gerald. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to go through maybe some of his, like the counter space on the kitchen where, you know, is there any like notes or papers that I could look through? Okay. Um, just uh, not that I like to try to play your character, but you're a snake now. <laughs> yeah. So where can a snake get to easily that we might, as humans, mm -hmm. not look? So one thing I'm looking for here is because you're going to take a moment to, to survey the area, it's going to be a discern realities role because you're going snooping. And that will use some of the snakish attributes to get there. Okay. So let's go with that. And that's under the basic move sheet on the right-hand side. <coughs> what am I doing? Discern realities. Yeah, okay. When you so take a, a few moments wisdom. to examine a situation. It has a slightly different wording, but that's how I uh, take care of it. All right. Oh, good gosh. Nice. She goes from rolling an 11 to rolling a 12. I'm on so a good run. Here's where you get three questions out of that list. Of course, you can ask any question, but steer towards those. But if you have something very specific you want to ask, ask that question. Uh, I'll start by answering one of them with what you started with. Are there okay. any notes laying around? Uh, there is nothing other than typical things like here's my inventory of leather straps. Here's my inventory of iron ingots or whatever. Um, he has that. But there's nothing like, um, you know, Drummond killed me. Go find him and avenge my death. That, that okay. isn't, th there's nothing other, out of the ordinary. Playing <laughs> it <around>. was Dr <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that. Okay. Um, yeah, so that, that'll, we'll, we'll take one of the questions as what, how you started and then think, think it through on the others as well. And because we play collaboratively, the other two people here at the table are also welcome to look at those discern reality questions and suggest things to Kelly for Trillium to investigate. Because you're all there at the doorway anyway, and um, you already had an idea of what you wanted to figure out, you know, what's going on. So you're welcome to contribute. I would definitely say useful or valuable. Yep. 
Um, I was thinking what happened here recently. Besides the murder. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'll and go back to what too. I said before, too. I won't tell you something obvious, like there was a fire or there's a dead guy. But right, right. but okay, he's dead, but how was yeah. he killed? Was he was poisoned? Was, was there, was yeah. yeah, was there like any physical... At yeah. level two, how many spells should I have? Did he resist? Um, it is, if you look at the level up move, it, it will tell you something about spells. And then also, actually, I don't know if it tells you something about spells, but your um, it might uh, for your uh, commune ability on your character sheet. Um, it it'll tell you here how to commune and get spells, so and you gain spells equal to your level, level whatever plus it is. one level plus one. So when you get a new level, I believe you get to pick a spell. We, we can review that again. I can't remember I, it off the top of my head. It I, might be on the back of your sheet, too. Because I um, I'm going to say, yeah. since I can have another spell that I didn't apparently realize I could have, that I got Speak with Dead. <laughs> sure. I like the idea. That is awesome. Because it seems like somebody who's not a cult thrives on suffering in some way. It would make sense to be able at some point to, to learn information from those who have suffered the most. Right. That's pretty yeah. bad. All right. So I, I can okay. see how how um, how With much that, info we get. So With that. Now, let's hold off on that for a minute, yeah. so mainly because you're still outside. Yeah. We, have to, we do have to wait oh, yeah. for Trillium to come back you out to, to give you the news. Tell us. Okay, so um, she can talk to the dead, so we don't need to really happen. We, we don't really need to know what happened to Jerry, because we'll, well find kinda out. Kind of yes and no. Let, let, you know, you let's do a little exposure on that. Bridget, read that spell so that Kelly knows what to expect. All right, it says, a corpse converses with you briefly. It will answer any three questions you pose to it to the best of the knowledge it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. Hmm. All right. Okay. So now let's go back to something that I had alluded to before. That, that I think Chris was talking about, too, that Jolly Gerald seems to be on the up and up the whole time. He's just running his business, hoping someday to make a legendary weapon. Um, so if you ask him what was going on in your shop, all he's probably going to know is what he knew in life. That, I don't know, I was running my shop. Because, okay. So it could be, you know, anyway. It could be kind of useless. Just to give you that heads up. Because he didn't know. If you're thinking of that as part of your plan, which I'm fine with, that it, to that point of the way the spell is worded, he won't give you any information that he didn't know already. All right. So what would you want to do next? You still got questions. So um, I'm thinking what here is useful or valuable to me. So let's start there. Let me answer the question before you ask the next one because it may change your, an- your yep. okay. next question. Exactly. That's um, a good play. So within the area, you do see... Uh, so. Uh, Gerald was good about keeping surfaces tidy, except for the floor. The floor is relatively dusty. He probably didn't spend a whole lot of uh, time back here. You can clearly see his footprints, and then you can see footprints that look like they were made with a heavier foot. And this reminds you of how the there were heavier footfalls when you were chasing that figure. The the fi- figure that turned that that was the, what we were calling the gargoyle, the living statue. It made oh. heavier footfalls in from the, the cave. Yeah. Okay. So this is reminiscent of that. Huh. Okay. And now you have one more question. No, who also have heavier footfalls? Dwarves. Yeah. But anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you got? You guys have any input? Yeah, any thoughts? About what um, I mean, I would say, for discern I mean, I know we know he died, but what would happen here recently? Because, like, how did he die? Was he, was there a struggle? Was he poisoned? You know. What here is not what it is. Because you, just, you just found him in the chair, just so, hanging out. Yeah. You know, what happened, you know, you want more definitive evidence of exactly what we're dealing it's with. It's obvious that we're looking at a dead guy, but what is not what it appears to be? Yep. Yeah. Is this really Gerald? Yeah. See, and I was going to say, well, what about what here is not what it appears to be? Yeah. yeah that's or what no, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, who's really in control here? Uh-huh. I thought that would be a good one. Because, I mean, granted, it might be just drummed specific to this situation, but. Whatever you want to ask. Yeah, you pick. 
All right. I'm going to say, yeah, what here is not what it appears to be. Okay. Let's go with that one. Um, so. He's not dead. This, this one can be tricky because how it appears to your character, I'm not quite sure yet. So I'm going to go with what I think I know. That it looks like um, Gerald was killed. Uh, but you can't find any evidence of injury. He's just laying in a chair looking like he's dead. How about that? So it doesn't okay. look like he's been clubbed over the head. He hasn't been stabbed. He's not bleeding. There's no bruises. And we just saw him yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Probably about this time yeah. yesterday-ish. He wouldn't be this smelly after... As a snake, though. I mean, you know. immediately. Oh, okay. This thing has been dead for a day. Okay, so yeah, the smell spe- I'm smelling is yeah. not like right. we go. No it's definitely decay. right. It's just I was going with the Jerry super body. smell of a snake. You okay. know that the the person in here he's not like sweaty nasty. He's just dead. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, is that was that it? Yeah, that is. So we got. What so I'm going to say here? it doesn't appear that he was murdered violently. How about that? Uh, and that's kind okay. of a stab in the dark based on what I'm thinking. Your character's thinking somebody came in and stabbed him or clubbed him over the head or something. It doesn't look like that. No. So um, it is not as it appears. So you're going to come back out? and dead. <laughs> so I'm going to come back out. Right. Uh, actually, can I open the door from the inside and let these guys in if when they want to take a look? turn back to the door, you see the key is still in it on the inside. Okay. Um, Whoever locked it didn't take the key out. hmm. So how did they get out? Maybe the door wasn't locked. We just never checked. I did check it. You did check it? Yeah, he checked it. He tried opening the door. It was locked. Do you guys want me to open the door? Unless you, you got another snake move to use <laughs> up see, first. I want to see that as a snake. Is going to clamp onto <laughs> the key and just kind of swivel around. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Cool. I figure like, if you have a specific snake thing to do, I would do something Well, you know, else, clamp and then just like... Oh, yeah, you could totally do it. Yeah. You could do I'm, that. I'm an intelligent snake. She's very smart and sneaky. <laughs> Wicked smart. I'm a human in a snake body. <laughs> Wicked smart. So you hear the yeah. door click. The lock clicks on the door. <laughs> Is there any kind of hissing noise or anything? <laughs> no. No? All right. So the lock clicks. All right, I open the door. And the door opens, and you crush and the snake against the wall. <laughs> Stuck <laughs> here. <laughs> then I hiss. <laughs> I open doors. Um, so you see what I had already described for um, for Kelly and Trillium. That we all say, Soiks! Soiks, cool. The um, Drummond is indeed. So when you open the door, by the way, it's brighter in there because it's daylight. Oh, if yeah. you open the door, the, light, uh, the daylight comes in through the door, and you see everything a little clearer. But um, Gerald is in the chair, and he's just kind of slouched back with his head back, and again, no visible signs of injury. But um, for, the, for those who aren't snakes, it sure looks like he's dead. Mm. You don't quite smell it yet, though. I don't know how long it takes for a body to smell, but I'm guessing a couple of days. Is there anything you know things about bodies? Um, we have some <laughs> skills where I've learned. A I have ways of making him talk. I will close I and lock the door again, though, so okay. nobody's like yeah. sneaking up behind us. I have. I've learned. Snake off the key. <laughs> Zoraika has granted me skills to uh, be able to communicate with the dead on occasion. Uh, as long as I make the... I was uh, just asking if you knew how he died. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to get too crazy. <laughs> but I hey. mean, was his neck broken? I don't see any blood. Oh, oh, you mean as a healer? Yes, that's, that's what I meant. Uh, <sighs> there's no physical injury here. Uh, poison, maybe? I'm not familiar with... What about you? You know about poisons? Some poisons can be pretty quick. Natural things? I mean, you are a snake, so maybe he was... Well, he's not talking. Hard. Maybe he had some thistle lilies. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, the whole shit ton of them. <clears throat> Maybe he's just not dead. Maybe he just can't talk he for a while. can't talk or move. <laughs> well, I'm still a snake, and I get one more hold, right? You still get to do another snakey thing if you like. What do snakey wanna, thing would you want to check Why don't out? you crawl on him and see if you can smell anything that would be herbal or yeah, not poison or to us. something that a snake might be able to detect? Crawl, crawl down Lick his throat. the just inside crawl. of his mouth. Yeah, crawl down his throat. 
no. Guys, See, come y'all on. went there. I, I didn't go crawl there. up his. No. <laughs> yeah, if you're not going through the mouth, you're going through the rectum. There's crawl, only two holes. Like well. crawl around him on the chair. Right, make a hole. Because <laughs> you know what the smell of natural death smells like, and you would know probably what the smell of. Yeah, if he was poisoned, you might be able to. Some yeah, okay. poison would be different. You couldn't ask him. What well, I, hey, we didn't get that far yet. They he might not know, but if he was poisoned, he might not know he was poisoned. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> slither up and. You've done worse things in nature. I'm sure. Thousand points hey, for slithering. Hey, yes. nobody's riding you. Thousand points for slithering. This is true. Nobody's riding you. We're letting you be a. <laughs> I'm a free autonomous animal. snake. A free corn snake. You're a free if corn you don't snake. Don't need no man. <laughs> That's right. Don't need Strong, no legs. Corn snake. Okay, with your last hold, describe how you are going to tell if this man has poison in his body. I'm just gonna slither my way up that chair, up that leg. So remember, with your last hold, you turn back to your normal form. Oh, You're gonna be so think of what position you want to oh, be Jesus in Christ. at the time. Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna be like on him. I don't want to. That's I don't want to do this, guys. <laughs> Just poke your head over. It doesn't the chair. necessarily Take need a to little be nibble, an instant thing. It's not necessarily like. a poof. All of a sudden, you're human, but you will transform when you use your last hold. All right. I want to be like Bridget said. I want to be on like the head part of the chair. Okay. Not really touching him. <laughs> Just kind of like. <laughs> it's gonna be funny when you fall off that chair. Yeah, I'm just kind of like hovering above like yeah. his head and neck She's area. Like and, yeah. you know, sticking my tongue out, checking around so his mouth. Thing. Licking the air. Licking, licking so the air. what we'll do then, we'll, we'll say that the corn snake just kind of fl- slides up one of the legs of the chair, up around Gerald's leg, over his arm, up to his neck, around the back of the chair. And as the tongue flicks out, we'll find out what happens when we start up the next episode. All right. That's kind of a corny ending. Oh, I think <laughs> negative a thousand points. Oh, Slytherin. Slytherin, damn it. <laughs> I think it was pretty slimy. It was. Oh. In the meantime, we can wrap this one up and we'll all say bye. Adios. Oh the preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.